Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Good morning. I'm Brian Curtis. And I'm Doug Krisner. Here are the stories we're following today. The U.S. Navy has shot down a missile headed for Israel. Ed Baxter is covering that story as well as the rest of the news from the 960 Newsroom in San Francisco. Ed? Yeah, right. Uh, Brian, missiles, an American destroyer in the Red Sea intercepted cruise missiles and drones fired toward Israel by Houthi rebels in Yemen. The Pentagon also says it brings up fresh concerns about targeted U.S. bases in Syria and Iraq. Meanwhile, U.S. President Joe Biden, after conferring with Egypt, says humanitarian aid will start moving into Gaza. Bloomberg's Oliver Crook in Tel Aviv says it's still a very difficult situation. On the one hand, the Israelis are saying, um, yes, we will, we're happy to allow aid in some form to get in and to create the conditions for this to happen. However, we need guarantees that this is not uh, co- commandeered by Hamas. How exactly do you do that in such a situation, particularly when you've had uh, you know, reports of hundreds of thousands of people moving further south? I'm just expecting expanding to the chaos in southern Gaza. Yeah, and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is in Israel today to try to support that effort. We absolutely support Israel's right to defend itself in line with international law, to go after Hamas, to take back hostages, deter further incursions, and to strengthen your security for the long term. Yeah, Sunak also saying that he welcomes helping with aid for the Gaza Strip and welcomes Israel's willingness to allow aid in. President Biden will address the nation tonight, 8 Eastern time, regarding aid for Israel, Ukraine, and about the southern border of the U.S. We shall carry it live here, full coverage on Bloomberg Radio. Republican effort to elect a speaker is on hold. Nominee Jim Jordan doing a 180 from earlier today, saying he supported interim speaker um, uh, power, and now another 180, saying maybe there will be a vote for speaker itself today we made the pitch to um, members on the resolution as a way to lower the temperature and get back to work Uh, we decided that wasn't where we're going to go I'm still running for speaker. Yeah, it says he wants to speak to the 20 members who voted against him. And Bloomberg's Peggy Collins, Washington, D.C. bureau chief, says back to square one. Feels a little bit like Groundhog's Day. And at the end of each day, we get to a phrase, something to the effect of, well, that didn't go well. So here we are again today on that front. (laughs) Um, I do think, though, it's important to remember that the stakes are getting higher and higher here. We are getting closer and closer to the November 17th date where we could have a shutdown again. And, of course, we have issues issues around the world and a Congress that's not able to fully govern. Yeah, and the same group of ultra-right-wing Republicans holding things up, and former Speaker Kevin McCarthy knows where he'd place the blame. The whole country, I think, would scream at Matt Gates right now. 
Hmm. Trump attorney and advocate during the efforts to find votes in Georgia and attack the election, Sidney Powell, has pleaded guilty to six misdemeanor conspiracy charges. Among provisions agreed to by her and the prosecution is that she can and will testify against other co-defendants, including Donald Trump. You're to testify truthfully uh, against any and all co-defendants in this matter at any uh, upcoming proceedings. You are not to have any communication with any witness, any co-defendant or any member of the media concerning uh, the facts or circumstances of this case. Judge Scott McAfee also declaring six years probation fines paid to several government employees. Global News, 24 hours a day and whenever you want it with Bloomberg News Now in San Francisco. I'm Ed Baxter and this is Bloomberg. Art Brian. I'm Brian Curtis, along with Doug Krisner. Vonnie Quinn will be joining us a little bit later. Today, Fed Chair Jay Powell suggested that the Fed is inclined to hold interest rates steady again at the next meeting. But Powell was careful not to rule out the possibility of further tightening. We have models for everything. We have formulas for everything. Ultimately, as a practitioner, mm-hmm. we have to you know, be focused on what the economy is telling us, even taking lags into account. What's it telling us? Does, does it feel like policy is too tight right now? I would have to say no. I think the evidence is not that a policy is too tight right now. Um, so, and, and we're at five, five and a quarter to five and a half percent. That's Jay Powell. Powell also said that rising yields may lessen the need for higher interest rates. Yields on two-year treasuries declined after Powell spoke, while 10-year yields approached the 5% mark. Well, the U.S. is weighing leaning on banks as a way of curbing highly leveraged trading among hedge funds. The story from Bloomberg's Ann Cates. Top regulators are especially concerned about the growth of one strategy known as the basis trade, which involves the use of leverage from the price gap between Treasury futures and the underlying cash market. Although hedge funds are subjected to less direct regulatory oversight, they rely on large banks to finance many of their trades. So federal officials are considering options, including pushing financial institutions to ramp up haircuts on some secured borrowing and collect more data on exposures. In Washington, Ann Cates, Bloomberg Radio. Well, we go to politics next. A new poll is out in the 2024 presidential race from Bloomberg News and Morning Consult, and it points to a challenge ahead for President Biden in a head-to-head matchup with former President Donald Trump. More from Bloomberg's Jack Fitzpatrick. He is trailing in this poll in several important swing states that includes Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin to former President Trump. Uh, Collectively, in seven different battleground states, he trails overall in aggregate uh, 47 to 43. Voters say they uh, broadly support former President Trump's uh, stance on the economy. They trust him on the economy more. Foreign policy is not a, a strength for President Biden either. Um, it's, it's broadly a pretty negative poll for President Biden in swing states in particular. That's Bloomberg's Jack Fitzpatrick. The poll also finds swing state voters citing the U.S. economy as their most important issue heading to the mallet box. Well, Taiwan's giant chip fabricator TSMC says the worst could soon be over for the semiconductor industry. The story from Bloomberg's Joanne Wong in Hong Kong. 
The Taiwan chipmaker projected sales of about $19 billion this quarter and capital spending of $32 billion for 2023. That's ahead of analysts' estimates. It also posted better-than-expected net income at the third quarter of $6.5 billion. CEO C.C. Wei says the company is counting on the chip market hitting bottom very soon, but he stopped short of calling for a strong rebound because of uncertainty surrounding China. TSMC is also counting on a sustained boom in demand for chips to train AI surfaces. That demand has been sparked by the advent of ChatGPT. In Hong Kong, I'm Joanne Wong, Bloomberg Radio. Battery maker CATL posted third quarter net income and revenue that missed estimates. Bloomberg's Bonnie Ao has the story from Hong Kong. Net income rose 10% from a year earlier to the equivalent of $1.4 billion in the third quarter. That's far short of analyst estimates of $1.78 billion. Revenue also saw the slowest growth in three years of just 8.2%. The lackluster results point to a slight cooling of demand for electric vehicles as well as a price war and rising competition. In Hong Kong, I'm Bonnie Ao, Bloomberg Radio. I'm Brian Curtis, along with Vonnie Quinn, and we say good morning to our guest, joined on the radio here for a little bit closer look at what's happening with politics and also the Israel-Hamas war. Daniel Flatley, Bloomberg National Security reporter, joins us. So, Daniel, uh, just a plethora of developments there that we heard from Ed Baxter, uh, among them U.S. bases in Syria and Iraq attacked, and also that U.S. destroyer um, launching cruise missiles or launching uh, launching uh, uh, missiles to shoot down cruise missiles heading for Israel. Uh, is the U.S. getting sucked into this war? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question, Brian. Um, I don't think that the U.S. is getting sucked into to the war necessarily, but it is certainly being challenged on several different fronts at the moment. Um, it's hard to tell, of course, whether this is a coordinated effort or whether this is just some, you know, isolated cases of, of people trying to take advantage of the fact that, you know, the U.S. now has a, a war in uh, Europe, a war in the Middle East, uh, tensions with China, and it's all trying to manage at the same time. So uh, I think that um, not necessarily getting the U.S. is not necessarily getting dragged into the the war in the Middle East, but uh, is certainly getting dragged in a, a number of different directions at the moment. How much is the Middle East, Daniel, speaking with one voice? That's a good question, Vani. I, it's hard to say. I mean, I think that there are a number of different interests at play here. Um, I think that certainly uh, with regard to the the conflict going on right now between Israel and, and Hamas uh, in, in the Gaza Strip, um, there is a lot of uh, confusion and a lot of questions about uh, where this is going to go. Uh, f- from now, we know that President Biden is supposed to address the nation tonight at 8 p.m. our time here in Washington uh, to discuss not just um, the terrorist attacks against Israel, according to, to what the White House has said, but also Russia's ongoing brutal war against Ukraine. So just kind of an illustration of, of the fact that um, there's a lot going on right now, to say the least. Yeah, the Pentagon saying, uh, just as you referenced, that the U.S. is, is sending more interceptors uh, uh, for Israel uh, as to be used in its Iron Dome defense system. Uh, curious whether or not those were originally earmarked for Ukraine or or, or those new? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's another good question. I think that um, we know that the defense industrial base has had some issues keeping up with everything that's going on, um, you know, earlier this year, even before, well before recent events uh, occurred, 
Um, you know, we've done some reporting on the fact that uh, the, the U.S. defense industry is having trouble keeping up with stockpiles. Um, there is a, there's been some reporting about um, some stockpiles in the Middle East near Israel that have been tapped for Ukraine. So, you know, there's really only so much of this stuff to go around. It takes a long time to, to be manufactured, to, to make it to, to these strategic uh, positions. So, um, yeah, definitely some stress on the system, no doubt. How concerned are U.S. national security interests about, you know, places like Yemen and the Houthis getting involved? I think that's always a concern. Um, you know, you have, especially in Iraq and Syria, some U.S. personnel operating, you know, and they could uh, more directly come under fire. But I think um, basically what we're seeing now is the potential for a lot of these touch points to kind of catch fire at the same time. And, and that would really be a lot of uh, stress on the system. In terms of what Israel does in Gaza, I, I saw our story featuring uh, that a little bit of a change in approach seems to have happened as a result of President Biden's uh, trip. I'm not sure if it's directly uh, because of, of the trip, but uh, could you outline for us how it's different? It's, it seems to be that it starts later and lasts longer, something like that. Yeah, I think, you know, in speaking to officials here in Washington, uh, there was some initial concern that Israel would uh, go into Gaza um, very quickly, uh, very aggressively, without a plan for how to manage the conflict long term. And what you've seen happen over the last week or so with a lot of trips by U.S. officials is is a gradual um sort of toning down of some of that immediate reaction, but potentially uh, girding for a longer conflict in, in the long run. So um, we don't know of, when it's going to start. But I mean, it's kind of yeah. ironic, isn't it, Daniel, after the U.S. president had suggested that perhaps it isn't the best thing to have a 20-year war following, you know, an event? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good question. And I think that um, I, don't, I don't know that there's going to be any... Uh, quick resolution to this conflict that's been going on for for many many years and will continue for many many more I'm sure but in terms of the actual ground incursion that Israel was planning you know we know that uh, the Israeli ambassador to the U.S. has said they're not planning to reoccupy Gaza that wasn't on the table as of a few days ago so I don't know how long it will actually last, but it will certainly be something that's not going to be easy to get into or get easy to get or easy to get out of. I feel for you, Daniel, because you have absolutely no idea what we're going to ask you about. Yes. You know, we we just want to bomb you with questions. It's how we all learn, uh, and uh, you know, don't be uh, don't be afraid to say it's naive. Uh, like my next question, which is, how much do we know about what President Biden will say at eight o'clock? Well, it's a it's a it's a it's a very interesting question, Brian, because. Um, if you'd asked me that a week ago, I would say, well, he's going to talk about Israel, obviously. But, you know, the White House has said he's going to talk about both Israel and uh, Russia. So that's an indication that, um, you know, his attention is being pulled in a lot of different directions. And how he'll be able to address both of those at the same time, I'm not sure. But Sounds like thematically he wants to talk about democracies versus non-democracies or something like that to maybe pl placate some other, you know, interests. It's possible. Uh, I mean, I think that's uh, I think that's a safe bet. 
Um, but, you know, again, it's it's going to be a difficult, um, you know, it's going to just be a difficult uh, situation going forward for the next, uh, you know, next foreseeable uh, period. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Asia, your morning brief on the stories making news from Hong Kong to Singapore and Wall Street. Look for us on your podcast feed every day on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each day on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 991 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say, Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Brian Curtis. And I'm Doug Krisner. Join us again tomorrow for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.